Let us be attentive. O Lord, how magnificent are your works. You have made all things in wisdom. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Let us be attentive. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but it is not enlightened. For being ignorant of the righteous that comes from God and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law, that everyone who has faith may be justified. Moses writes that the man who practices the righteousness which is based on the law shall live by it. But the righteousness based on faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you on your lips and in your heart, that is, the word of faith which we preach. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For man believes with his heart and so is justified, and he confesses with his lips and so is saved. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Let us be attentive. At that time, when Jesus came to the other side, to the country of the Gergesenes, two demoniacs met him coming out of the tombs, so fierce that no one would pass that way. And behold, they cried out, What have you do to do with us, O Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a herd of many swine was feeding at some distance from them, and the demons begged him, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of swine. And he said, Go. So they came out and went into the swine, and behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea 
and perished in the waters. The herdsmen fled, and going into the city, they told everything and what had happened to the demoniacs. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they begged him to leave their neighborhood. And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not out of us. Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ has brought us to this Sunday as well. This Sunday is a sermon somewhat different for it is not specifically on the scripture readings <clears throat> that we have just heard. Many of us, especially your children, have returned from summer camp. Camp is one of those activities that children seem to really love. Maybe not quite all children, but almost all children enjoy that type of activity. And in our parish also, it is an institution. St. Mary's Summer Camp is truly an institution that enriches children for that one week and now it has enriched generations for 70 years in a row. This is no small feat. So I wanted to spend a little bit of time with you just on summer camp this morning, looking quite specifically at the theme. Christ is in all of us. Christ is in all of us. And I wanted us to understand that just a little better. Reason for which I picked that short verse to which I'll return from St. Paul's epistle to the Corinthians. We are earthen vessels and Jesus Christ is the treasure. Now Christ is indeed in all of us. He is in each of us, but only in a certain measure. Yes, he, Christ, himself is complete, full in each of us, but we manifest him in measures. 
He is fully in each of us and manifests himself fully in each of us when we gather together for him to be in all of us. Many years ago, I heard a statement which in, in the last several months I actually saw as one of those funky memes on social media. And that statement goes like this. If all you want is a personal relationship with Christ, you are not a Christian at all. And indeed, this is precisely what we believe. Any one of us thinking that he can contain fully Jesus Christ, thinking that he can manifest fully Jesus Christ by himself in the world, has made himself Christ God. Don't do that. We're not supposed to do that. It sounds like broken repetition to say to you as Orthodox Christians that we are the body of Christ. You know that. You believe it. And you seek to live it. And brothers and sisters, it is true. We are the body of Christ precisely because there isn't any one man or woman who can be the body of Christ just by himself. Now, returning to camp, in very practical terms, brothers and sisters, it is the most impactful youth ministry component that we have available today. Everything else we have and do simply does not equal it. The impact that this one week has on the children is incredible, and it is invaluable. And I know that all of you believe it, and I urge you to pay closer attention to it. Many, many people work very hard for it, and they give lots of time, energy, and wisdom to accomplish just this one week, this one week to become what it is. And there are many who actually work year-round a little bit at a time for this one week of camp. May the Lord God bless all of the counselors, staff, who work to make this happen. The reason why it is so impactful is because children come together and they experience how Jesus Christ is real in them. How Jesus Christ is truly and fully present in them. Children realize that Jesus Christ is indeed in them because of the togetherness accomplished at camp. Essentially, brothers and sisters, they realize they are vessels of 
a treasure. They realize that they are the vessels, they are the container in which the treasure is, and they also realize that that treasure is Jesus, who is Christ God. So let me read to you a couple of verses from the second epistle to the Corinthians from St. Paul. Chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Because the God who said, out of darkness light will shine, is the one who shined in our hearts to illuminate the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. That's the first half. And then Paul continues, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. What your children receive at summer camp from their counselors who live with them, eat with them, sleep in the same cabins, walk with them, play with them, learn with them. Those counselors give your children Christ. And they give him to your children exactly as he is, filled with love, filled with compassion, filled with the experience of Christ becoming real in each kid and together, sometimes even with scolding and correction. All of it very necessary, brothers and sisters. For you see, the joys, sorrows, disappointments, and victories accomplished at summer camp are all a form of training. They are all a form of recharge, if you will, for the entire year. For the entire year. This year, for the first time, my four daughters were all servers at summer camp. They were counselors and workroom. But throughout their lives, they have looked forward to this week all year long. And my children aren't any different than yours. For we reached nearly 200 of them again this year. And I pray we have more next year. But brothers and sisters, that one week is not enough. That one week is not sufficient. We have family camp. We have winter camp. We have youth activities throughout the year. We have church school about two-thirds of the Sundays of the year. Those activities also bring Jesus Christ real 
to your children. But those activities are not sufficient either. We also have Sunday morning liturgy like we do now. We have matins, we have vespers, we have paraclesis in a short while. We'll celebrate the paraclesis to the Holy Virgin the first half of August. Please be there and bring your children. We have acathists, all kinds of Lenten services. We have sacraments, especially confession and dunction. We have all of those to supplement that most impactful one week of camp. But those are not sufficient either. No, they are not. And it might sound actually very strange for an Orthodox priest of nearly a quarter century to stand in front of you and tell you that the sacraments are not enough. But they are not. They are full and complete. And Jesus Christ is truly alive in them and all those activities, but they are not sufficient. Yet I'm not desperate. I want to treat this seriously, but I am not worried because we who minister to your children, we have you, you the parents. You give them the first church. You give them the first experience of God being real in your homes, in their homes. You make God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit real inside of them in their hearts first before any of us do by the holy parenting that you offer them. You pray with them in the morning and evening and meals. You comfort them when they are distraught. You congratulate them when they are accomplished. You open the scriptures with them so that the holy words of the Lord God become part of their learning and their growth. Yes, dear parents, they become vessels of the treasure who is Christ because you are that vessel, because you open to them the mystery of the treasure that is within you and within them. Ultimately, brothers and sisters, it is you who sustains your children in the faith. It is not the camp counselors, not the youth ministers, not the church school teachers, and it is certainly not me. We are simply helpful additions to the holy parenting you offer them. Yes, dear parents, 
You are the ones who keep Christ in all of us every moment of every day. We rely on you. I depend on you. And you are the greatest gift to your children. And you raise them with our help. You are well equipped. You are blessed and called by God to thrive in that role. Be not afraid, rather exercise all manner of courage and boldness and work and striving to give them the treasure that is Christ within them at every moment of the day. Amen.